Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Most of you know me already. I think most of you know me pretty well. You've heard a lot of my stories and examples. Some of you have heard them multiple times, but welcome back. We love you. We're honored to be part of your family and you to be part of ours. Finishing up the series today, Inside Out. Somebody say Inside Out. Yeah, it's a, it's a series on inner healing. And today I want to talk to you about the healer. Somebody say the healer. The healer. And the healer is Jesus. That's who the healer is. You study the New Testament, you study the Gospels, and you see how Jesus went about doing good and healing those who were oppressed of the devil. And we'll, we'll hit that verse again here after a while. But Jesus is the healer. Let's go to Hebrews 13.8. And before I read that, you all know this. This is nothing new to any of you. But man, what, what person in here has just not been hurt by life at some point? Disappointment. You've been betrayed maybe. It didn't work out like you wanted it to, and man, some, or somebody said something to you, they hurt your feelings, a teacher, a parent, a relative, an ex. Even in good marriages, spouses hurt each other. And we got to forgive each other. Even in good churches like this one, man, we have misunderstanding. Sometimes a misunderstanding leads to hurt. Your heart hurts, man. Did you know some people have been so heartbroken emotionally and spiritually? that they have gotten what's called broken heart syndrome. You ever heard of that? It's a physical manifestation of stress or duress or even actually getting their, heart, their feelings hurt deeply. I've known people who've had it, and it's like the heart actually breaks, and part of it droops physically in their body and stops working like it should because of hurt. They were disappointed. They were misunderstood. They were betrayed. But I praise God for Jesus. Somebody say, man, thank you, Jesus. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I like the translation in Spanish. I believe it, it says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and for all of the centuries, right? Is a siglo a century? For all of the centuries, forever. I love that translation, but this is so beautiful. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Somebody say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Say it with me like you believe it. One more time. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. One more time. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's amazing, you know, sometimes um, y'all know that I love hair jokes. About me, not others especially me. But you know, sometimes I come to church and my hair is razor bald. My head's razor bald. But then I show back up, my hair's grown out like the transporter, right? There's a bald spot and it's just growing out. And then I, I shave my face and I'll show up Wednesday night and then I have a beard. Or like today, you see, man, he has a beard. He didn't have that Wednesday night. There's changes. There's changes. I looked in the mirror. I remember when I turned 40 and it's like there were like three new gray hair that I'd never seen on my face ever when I turned 40. The week I turned 40, I noticed it. I was changing. My body was changing. Today, I looked in the mirror. 
was getting ready this morning and I saw my beard and there's a lot more than three gray hair. Wow, things change. Things change. I have new sun marks on my head. Things change. People change. Lives change. Even things in our character change. Sometimes we've been through stuff and man, some folks, hey, nobody in here, right? But some folks have gotten worse. I believe every, everybody in here has continually gotten better, but sometimes we take two steps back and then one step forward. Things change. But isn't it amazing that you deal with a God who does not change? All of a sudden, you don't just wake up one day and God is different. He says, well, I'm not a God of love today. I'm a God of hate. No, that's not what Scripture says. He says in Deuteronomy, I lift my hands to heaven. And I declare that I live forever. And he also says, I do not change. One translation says, I change not. Your God does not change. Because your God has not changed, you're still here, right? He hasn't changed his mind about you. He hasn't changed his plan for you. He has not changed his design for you. Can you imagine all of a sudden God changed his mind? This is not always possible. God changed his mind now, and people try to use stuff and say, well, times are changing, you know, so, you know, God, God's fitting in with the times, or I'm trying to get him to fit in with the times, right? They've created a God in their own image, a God that, that they can fashion according to what they need. Oprah Winfrey said years ago, she said, my God doesn't have a hell. My God, well, I was like, well, that's your God. I don't know what your God is, but that's not the God of the Bible. Right? And now they've gotten the rainbow and misused that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, people should be free to love whoever they want. Hey, they should and they can. That's between them and God. But according to Scripture, God has a certain way that the family operates. God has a certain way. He came up with the plan. I didn't. I remember years ago, maybe some of you remember this story. It's kind of obscure. But I remember years ago, I had a buddy, and he was off at college at ORU, and I got in. I began chatting with him. Do you guys remember AOL Instant Messenger? Anybody remember that? They called it AIM. AOL Instant Messenger. It was instant messages on the internet when we had dial-up. Does anybody remember dial-up? Be glad, Sammy. You never had to mess with dial-up, Michael or Edgar, right? No dial-up. It'd do that little fax sound, and it would get you connected. You know, whatever, and you get get you connected to the internet. I remember being at Dad's house, and people would call, and it would disconnect you from the internet. What? What is wrong here? I was like, man, I'd be so frustrated. Hey, is Pastor Fabian in? Yes, hold on, you know. I was on the internet. But I remember one time, my buddy, a Christian guy, he was off at ORU. I don't know if he did this deliberately or not, but he, you know, you could cre create a chat room. You could invite people to chat with or without a subject. And I remember he did it using AOL Instant Messenger. And one of the guys that got into the chat room, I guess he was gay. And he was real outspoken about that. And he figured out that some of us were believers in there. And he decided, I hadn't said anything. He decided, he heard that I, I was working in the ministry somehow. And he hated me in that chat room. He didn't know me. He didn't know exactly what I stood for. Maybe he did, I guess. But he didn't know me. And he was angry with me like I had wrote the book of Genesis. Like I had written the whole Bible. He was mad at me because I guess he was a practicing gay guy and he got mad at me because he knew I was a believer. And there were other believers in the chat room, but he was angry with me. And you know what I love? I love being able to tell the truth from the pulpit and it's recorded for the podcast and for, 
kingsgatehobs.com, and to tell people the truth and say, man, I love you, but I didn't write the book. God wrote the book, and he is, look at this, let's put that first point up there today, God is unchanging. I've changed, man, I've grown, I pray I've gotten better, I pray I've become a better husband, a better son, a better pastor, a better friend, a better leader, but we change, and we go through slumps, and we go through victories, and high mountains, and low valleys at times, but God is unchanging. Can you imagine if if we woke up in the morning, and God was like, man, I'm just not doing it today, I'm going to just let everything spin out of control. No, your God, your God is unchanging. He is unchanging. Let's read that again, Hebrews 13, 8. I just want to read that to you again. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's changes in you and me every year, sometimes week by week. Skin, scars, character, hair, you got sunburned, you got dark in the sun, you, got, you just got roasted in the sun, you didn't get any sun, we look different sometimes, we gain weight, we lose weight, jobs change, life changes, the weather changes, oh heavens, we're praying for the weather to change right after today and tomorrow. It's going to be hot. But things change, even from yesterday. Yesterday was 90-something degrees, today it's supposed to be 105, 106. Things change. Wouldn't you love it, wouldn't I love it, if it was 78 degrees here every day, sunny, with the perfect amount of humidity, and a little bit of rainfall every single day? You would love that. The same exact thing every day. But then again, that might get boring for some of you. I don't know. might get boring. It's just perfect Mediterranean climate. The temperature's the same every day, and it only varies by 7 degrees. It's 78 for a high, and it's 71 at night. You don't even have to run the air conditioner if you don't want. You just put on a fan. It's just perfect. It's great. It's, it's unchanging, yeah, but things in, on the earth, and there's high-pressure and low-pressure situations that cause weather, and there's high-pressure and low-pressure situations in your life that causes weather and storms in your life, but your God is unchanging. And I wanted to remind you of that today. That's so important. I wanted to dwell on that a minute. Take our time on that. God is unchanging. Number two today. God hears and answers prayers. Because he's unchanging, then we're going to be reminded about some stuff about his character. He doesn't change, and he's always been this way. He hears and answers prayers. Now, He's always hearing your prayer, and sometimes you say, man, I've prayed. I've prayed according to his will. It hadn't happened yet. Well, that's part of life with God. He knows why. He knows all the reasons. Sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes it's instant. But God hears your prayer. And how many prayers of yours has he answered? Hundreds? Thousands? Interesting how we are as humans. We go, well, I'm struggling with this. I need God to heal this situation. I need him to heal me. I need him to deal with this. I need him to deal with them. Man, why is he not, why, why, he has not answered that prayer. But what about the thousands of other prayers he has answered? And he's always come through. He's always come through. We may not understand everything. We know we don't. But your God always comes through. Let's go to Matthew 7, 7. I love this, don't you? Pray according to his will. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. I remember growing up a few times, dad said, well, not yet. I'm like, I'd come back in 30 seconds. Is it now? He said, I said, I'll let you know. Okay. Well, he didn't let me know in one or two minutes. I said, dad, is it now? 
Keep on knocking. You ever had somebody at your door? They knocked and they knocked and they knocked until you were ashamed and they were ashamed, but you finally answered the door. The dogs are barking. You ever gone to somebody's house and somebody's been knocking so long, the dogs are freaking out? The person answers the door angry. They're saying, shut up, shut up, but it's not to you, it's to the dogs. Right? You kept on knocking. Or they kept on knocking, right? Let's read, let's read through that whole verse again, Matthew 7, 7. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. You do not have the right to give up. You do not have the right to give up. I feel the Spirit of God rising up within me this morning. You don't have the right to give up. God created you in His image. Don't you dare, brothers and sisters, don't you dare give up hope. Don't you dare give up. You say, man, I struggle though. I'm struggling. Don't you dare give up. Keep on asking. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. Praise God. That is powerful. Let's go to 1 John 5, 14. And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. Isn't that beautiful? And since we know he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. Huh, that's powerful. So if you pray according to God's will, it's a matter of time sometimes, but he's going to answer your prayer and he's going to give you what you've asked for. Sometimes it's a test getting the answer to your prayer. Sometimes it's a test to see your reaction, right? Say, man, I prayed since yesterday and I haven't gotten it yet. I've had people say, I've already asked God. I've seen people leave God because I, they said, I stayed up all night weeping and begging God. And I said, number one, that's not how you do it. Number one, that's not faith that moves, I mean, it's faith that moves God, not all that nonsense. And number two, I don't know that you were praying according to God's will. I've had guys and girls tell me, man, I begged God that I could marry that person, and he didn't. I'm like, what? You mean whether they wanted to marry you or not? Are y'all still with me? Man, I begged God for her. I begged God for him. What? You better talk to somebody else about that, because that's crazy anyway. Did she say yes to your, when you invited her out? No, but, well, keep asking her, but if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You move on, right? Logic. Say, man, I begged God for that thing, and yeah, some of the things we've asked God, though, thank God he didn't answer our prayers because they were not according to his will, and they were just crazy. They were just crazy. Can you imagine me right now praying for horses? Does that sound dumb to y'all? Dad said, that's real dumb. Uh-huh, thank you, Dad. You affirmed to me there? Confirmed? Stamp? Confirmed? We live in the middle of town, and we have a good-sized backyard, but can you imagine all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm reaching out, I'm bidding on horses. I'm like, baby, praise God, I feel peace. We haven't talked about it, but I, and this, ain't, this isn't how we roll, okay? But I'm like, man, I got us a, a black stallion. I've always wanted it. I'm going to wear some Arabian stuff, and I'm going to ride the stallion through the neighborhood. I'm going to tell you something right now. God hears everything, but he answers prayers based upon your faith and his will. God hears and answers. He's always truly listening. And I brought this up a few times in the past few weeks, but did you know that when you know that someone is listening to you, in this case we're talking about God, did you know as a human you feel loved when someone listens to you? That's how God wired us. You feel loved when someone is actually listening. You do not feel loved 
when someone asks you a question and you go to answer and they're like this, they go back to their phone. And they ask you a question, you go to answer and they're looking away. They ask you a question and you go to answer and they're looking out the window. They're not listening. I am not a gifted listener, but I'm working on it with God's help. (laughs) But I know that God hears and answers prayers. I know that God hears. Hagar herself, she said, he is the God who sees me. And if God sees you, I guarantee he hears you. Okay? So he hears and he answers prayers. So you just say, Lord, hear me. Heal me. I need it in Jesus' name. Look at number three today. Number three, God's perfect will is healing. He's the unchanging God, and he's always been this way. He hears and answers prayers, but we know that he heals as well. Let's go to Luke 5, verse 12. Luke 5, 12. In one of the villages, Jesus met a man with an advanced case of leprosy. Leprosy is crazy because your body begins to disintegrate. Your nose can start to fall off, your fingers. It's like you're just rotting away. When the man saw Jesus, he bowed with his face to the ground, begging to be healed. Lord, he said, I love this. God put this in there for us, for you and for me. Lord, he said, if you are willing, if you are willing, look at that. Isn't that powerful? He said, Lord, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. He knew that if God was willing, he had the power to heal him. Isn't that amazing? But Jesus corrected something even. Jesus reached out and touched him. He said, I am willing. Be healed. And instantly the leprosy, what? It disappeared. Wow, let's read that verse again. In one of the villages, Jesus met a man with an advanced case of leprosy. When the man saw Jesus, he bowed with his face to the ground, begging to be healed. Lord, he said, this is classic, this is powerful, this is eternal, this is ageless. Lord, he said, if you are willing, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. And what did Jesus say? I am willing be healed. Sometimes we don't understand it because we say, well, I don't understand why I haven't been healed yet. That doesn't mean you give up. That doesn't mean God has changed. It doesn't mean that God has not heard you. It doesn't mean that God is not going to answer your prayer. God's taking you through this and he's using it for your benefit. Not, hey, God didn't put sickness on you, but I know that you can benefit from going through this and let your faith build as you wait and believe God and pray and understand that God's best for you is healing. Let's go to Acts 10.38, please. Acts 10.38. And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Isn't that powerful? For God was with him. That is very powerful. So we know that God's perfect will is healing, And if his perfect will is healing, according to these verses, then he actually heals. And we know he still heals today because according to Hebrews 13, 8, which we went over earlier, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Are you still with me? Somebody say amen. Somebody say I'm with you. That's right. You believe. You know he does it. And why would God do it for somebody else and not for me? Why would God do it for me and not for you? There are these things that he's promised us straight across the board. Some of us receive, some of us don't. We don't always, don't always know why, but I promise it's not God's fault. Let's go to Exodus 15, 26. Exodus 15, 26. 
If you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His sight, obeying His commands and keeping all His decrees, He says, I will not make you suffer any of the diseases that I sent on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. You serve God, He heals you. That's powerful. Let's go to Psalm 147 too. I love these verses. The Lord is rebuilding Jerusalem uh, and bringing the exiles back to Israel. Is that right? No, let's go to verse 3. I missed that one by, by one. That's my fault, not yours back there. Take your time. Psalm 147.3. I did this in another service, if you'll forgive me. He heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. Wow. Are you heartbroken today? Are you disappointed? Are you misunderstood? Did you feel forsaken and left behind by somebody? Did you feel pushed aside? Did you feel rejected? He heals the brokenhearted. He heals them and he bandages their wounds. That's powerful. He gives support to their wounds. He heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. You get to know God through Jesus. Y'all know that. But in more ways than one. Because you accept Jesus and he is, he is the redeemer. He is our mediator. Be, between, he's the mediator between us and, and God himself, the Father God. Job prophesied it, said, man, I wish there was a mediator, someone who could stand between us and lay a hand on us both. And Jesus is that. He is that. But you can also get to know God through the life of Jesus. If you study him in the Gospels, you see that he healed people. You see that he loved and he forgave. He was being crucified. He said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. He was our perfect example for communication, for love, for boldness, for forgiveness, for sacrifice. Our perfect example. So you get to know Jesus through his life, words, and actions. You say, man, God has never changed. Let's go to Jeremiah 3.22. My wayward children, says the Lord, come back to me and I will heal your wayward hearts. I will heal your heart. You say, man, I've stumbled away from God. God says, I'll heal your heart. I'll heal that heart that dragged you away from me. I will heal you and that heart. Let's go to Ezekiel 36, 26. And I will give you a new heart. Somebody say new heart. And I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. That's powerful. Now look at this verse, please. Malachi 4.2. But for you who fear my name, says the Lord, the son, it's interesting, that's capitalized, right? The son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings, not its wings. It's talking about Jesus here. And you will go free, leaping with joy like calves let out to pasture. <laughs> You ever had kids that have been in the house a while or you see them when they get let out to recess teachers and they're like jumping up and down and screaming and yelling. They're so excited. They're so full of joy. Or you're taking your family on vacation. They're just so excited. We have a couple of dogs and man, sometimes they get so excited and we don't know what's going on. You just let them out and they're just so relieved to be outside. I'm like, uh-huh, other dogs have to be out in this heat all day. So I, I don't know what you're so excited about. It's hot out here. Let's hurry and go back in, right? They're leaping for joy, though. Maybe you've leaped for joy before when you got a Christmas gift you wanted. Let's start that verse over. Let's read that again. 
but for you who fear my name, that's everybody in this house, you wouldn't be here on a Sunday morning if you did not fear the name of Jesus. You did not respect and reverence God. The son of righteousness, Jesus himself, will rise with healing in his wings. You fear his name, he rises upon you with healing in his wings, and he's going to bless you and take care of you and heal you. And you will go free, leaping with joy, like calves let out to pasture. I want you to go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes this morning, if you would, please. Bow those heads and close those eyes today. Is there anybody in this house who says, you know what? You know what? That I need to make Jesus the Lord of my life. Would you go ahead and raise your hand today? I want to pray with you. You say, man, if I died, I don't know where I would go. I don't know where I would be. I don't know if I'd go to heaven. I don't know if I'd go to hell. Raise your hand today if you say, I need to make Jesus the Lord of my life. Go ahead. Anybody in this house would just make sure you want to get right with God. Raise your hand. Anybody in this house? I'll wait just a moment. Is there anybody? Okay. Praise God. Here's what I want to do now. If there is anybody in this house that says, man, you know what, Pastor Matt? I've been through it. I've been hurt. I've felt discarded or I just need healing in some way or I'm not going to get into the details. I just need healing and I want healing so much. Would you raise your hand right where you're seated? I want healing in my body, but beyond that, in your heart, in your soul. Praise God. You need healing. You felt hurt and betrayed. All right. All right. Go ahead and stand to your feet today. Everybody in this house, go ahead and stand to your feet. I'm going to pray for all of you. I want you to, you can touch shoulders. You can touch hands. Somehow I want you to come in contact with someone near you. And we're going to agree today. In Jesus' name, we're going to agree for your life and for your healing. And you say, man, I'm doing good. I feel like I'm healed. I just came out of a test, but I'm healed. I'm doing great. Well, then maybe the person next to you needs it in Jesus' name. We lift all of you up today in Jesus' name. Come on, go ahead and agree with me. I lift all of you up today before God's throne of grace. Healing is coming down on you. For you who fear the name of the Lord, God says, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in His wings. He's not done with you. He's not finished healing you even. Some of you don't. I feel like, I feel this in the spirit. Some of you, God has been doing an operation on you, on your heart, or some, something in your body. That's how we draw the comparison. And God has been operating on you, but some of you keep trying to get up and walk off the operating table. Let God finish with you. Let the King of kings and the Lord of lords, let him finish with you. Those who fear the name of the Lord, the Son of righteousness will rise upon you and above you and around you with healing in his wings. Don't stop the operator. Don't stop the surgeon. Let God finish. Let God finish. Don't stop him. Don't stop him. You need this. You need healing. I wasn't going to do this. You know what? I wasn't going to do this. Let's do this one more time. We won't take long. We're going to stand together, and I'm here first, and God is working in my heart. He's healing me, as you know. The loss of my mom and other things, God is working in my heart. If you say, man, I'm so serious about healing, I'm going to go to that altar. Come on up. Come on up. I wasn't going to do this today. Come on up. 
the Lord won't leave me alone about it. I just, I just can't get you off my mind. I can't get you off my heart. This month, you've been heavy on my heart. I've said, man, if I've needed healing, man, don't people in the congregation need healing? Right where you are, you've taken steps, man. Y'all have been courageous and bold. And some of you said, no, Pastor Matt, I've been desperate. I just want to be healed. Well, God bless you for your faith. God bless you. You did what it takes, and here you are. And I declare healing over you. Go ahead and raise your hands all over this house. I declare healing over you right now in Jesus' name. I declare freedom from guilt, shame, addictions, perversion, lies, depression, heartache, disappointment. I declare healing over you. Some of you said it wasn't supposed to be this way. I know. It's, our lives are not like perfect little TV commercials. They're, they're just not. They're not. I know. I've been there. And we're walking through this. say, man, it shouldn't have been this way. But here we are, and we trust God now. Here we are. We're going to trust Him. We're going to trust our future with Him and entrust Him with our future completely. In Jesus' name, you are healed. I declare it. Just go ahead and begin to whisper to the Lord right where you are. We're not going to be long up here. In Jesus' name, come on. Receive your healing right now. In Jesus' name, come on. Thank you for your courage. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. I want everybody in the house to re repeat after me. Everybody say, God, my Father, I trust you with my heart. Now heal me. You are the healer. I know you are unchanging. I know you hear and answer prayers. And I know your perfect will is that I be healed. Physically, emotionally, deep down in my soul, in the mighty name of Jesus. I believe. Everybody in the house say this. I believe and I am healed right now by faith regardless of how I feel in Jesus name in Jesus name let it be so in Jesus name thank you God praise God thank you Jesus we agree for healing today in the name of Jesus God Jesus name praise God God is healing you today God is healing you today. Jesus' name. I want everybody in the house to look at me. If you would, please. Make eye contact with me if you can. I know it might be across the room. But look into my face somehow. I declare you healed. I declare you healed. Not because I said it. I'm not a big enough man. I'm not a big enough human. I'm not a big enough being to declare you healed by my own strength. I declare you healed as a messenger of God today who is simply repeating the words of Jesus. He said, I am willing. 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 Be healed. I am willing. Be healed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You receive your healing today right now. We declare it and we agree. In Jesus' name.